Wow, what what a weekend it's been. How did Novak Djokovic go yesterday? What a legend. Stay tuned. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about mortgage prisons. It's actually a term and it's happening. And we're going to talk about why Billy looks like he just had a fight. Stay tuned. Novak Djokovic. A winner. He's back. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. What what emotion. Was he up all was he up um till midnight, one o'clock playing? What time did it end? Oh, I think it was about eleven thirty from memory. Um okay. but oh my god, like what a what an incredible player. Um I think I think I don't know if people are starting to toss it around. I think best tennis player of all time in the history of the world. So has he come back and taken uh, Federer's Grand Slam title? Well, he won another one last night. He's um, he's just you know he obviously was knocked out last year, lost his number one rank, lost his ranking in the world. So that took him back to number one in the world, and then it's just given him a bucket load of trophies, but. What an incredible person. Very emotional last night. If anyone didn't watch it, it was um, – I've never seen him like that. He was um, – he was very – he said it was the best win he's ever had in his life. Did you feel proud? Yeah. Yeah. I'm From one Serb to another Serb. Michael Silic was a proud Serbian last night. Yeah. No, he smashed it. He smashed it. How good. How good. Yeah, the reason I look all red hot and flustered is because I've just been in a fight. Training fight. Wow. You've been grappling. Yeah. yeah. Nothing better than starting your Monday morning with a bit of controlled violence. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Um, yeah, because you came on screen, I was like, whoa. But that you're actually having you, – you're wrestling or you're punching? Yeah, we've got wraps, gloves, like bags and stuff. Yeah, it's, it's good. It's good. It's very good. Um, but when you came on, yeah, I Billy. my haircut. Mum did my haircut. So anyway, there you go. Nah, looking good, looking good. So, Billy, um, we all learned something this week when we had our, um, our, our mortgage broker, Zach, coming and talking to the team, and you wanted to bring it on screen this morning because it's a, it's a, it's a foreign term to you and me. Yeah, um, we got introduced to the term mortgage prison. Uh, mortgage sounds bad enough as it is. Prison also sounds bad enough as it is. When you put them together, it kind of got me a little bit worried. And the worst part about it is you can fall into this mortgage prison without even knowing it. You've done nothing wrong. You can be in prison. So I thought, yep. yeah, important to bring it on and um, have a chat about it and then how you can try and escape. How to, how to not accidentally fall into mortgage prison and how to get out of mortgage prison, we're briefly, briefly going to talk about today because it's, you know what, it's slightly, it's a topic that it's embarrassing. Um, I don't think that you're going to bring it up and say, it's happening to me, it's happened to me, uh, yeah. uh, sometimes help me, 
um, it's it's sort of you sort of just deal with it in your own ways. And to hear this this term tossed around, it's like, of course this happens. And yeah. um, and what can you do about it? You know. So first of all, what is a mortgage prison? Well, a mortgage prison really is not being able to refinance. And so what's happening at the moment, after eight, nine consecutive rate rises, people are finding themselves um, not on the sharpest rate possible. Um, in theory, um, being able to traditionally transit, um, sort of transition your um, lending into another bank, with another bank um, and refinance for a sharper rate has been um, quite popular recently. But if your property has decreased in value and, and you can't afford to do that, then you're finding yourself in a tricky situation. Yeah, so I, I think, I guess you can be you can be stuck in prison with um, not being able to refinance due to um, capital, the value of the property. Um, you can be stuck in prison uh, not, not having the cash flow because the rates have moved. Um, so your assessment where your assessment with a 3% buffer will used to be, you know, 5 or 6%. Now your assessment could be 8 or 9%, the way they're assessing uh, your repayment capacity. Um, yeah. it, it's interesting. I have um, loans with superannuation um, and I'm probably in a bit of mortgage prison um, there, I've got a loan of about, I think it's 200,000, uh, and it's starting to get really high in interest rates, which I never sort of realized that happened with, um, superannuation. Right. And, uh, it's, it's sort of, it's sort of a relatively low amount, whereas like, is it worth, is it worth refinancing it? Um, and you're sort of looking at that. So a lot of people are on that, on that cusp at the moment, um, and I think it's nice, Billy, to put it out there um, that you know, people aren't alone in that. It, it is happening out there. So I think some people could feel a, a little bit like um, sort of separated out, you know, like, is this only happening to me? Yeah, 100%. The worst part is um, not talking about it and, um, you know, not sharing it with um, your accountant or things like that that can try and help help move um you know things around and you know talking to people like mortgage brokers who have got some creative ideas um so it's not all doom and gloom yeah and um and i think with with these mortgage prisons that we're talking about this morning um it's it's sort of if you've sort of people are forced to love the one that they're with because they can't go to another bank because they can't get that finance. So I think it sort of comes down to cash flow and either you sell the asset um, purely because you're in mortgage prison and you need to get out or you cash flow out of it where you just increase your earnings, um, save more, which can be save more money or getting a, a second or third job or something or renting the property out. Um, until the point that your cash flow starts looking really good that you can go to another bank. Um, it's yeah. interesting, man. It's, 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 a, it's a sensitive topic. It is. I've, I've heard people, I was reading, people that are looking to refinance, um, the equity in their property is not where it needs to be. Obviously, the property values come off maybe since the time they bought. Um, and then if they're going to a new bank, the new bank's saying, 
you know, yes, we can do it for you, but you're going to need to pay lenders mortgage insurance. And so that's where people are getting stuck out. It's in, it's um, it's happening, guys. It's happening. Now that's 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 the show for uh, for mortgage prisons, and it's there, Billy. What's happening this week with you? This week, well, I know we're not allowed to talk about the weather. We don't like talking about the weather at Novak, but can't pick it at the moment. Um, the plan, the plan of attack is um, to certainly try and get out on the streets a little bit more. I want to try and get some DLs to the to the local neighbourhood. Um, appointment. DL still work. DL still work for real estate. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, they do. It's worth the investment. I think so. I think so. Um, yeah, we've got busy. We've got a lot of property on at the moment. Some great properties. A lot of people out there this weekend again. Yeah, big time. I think open home numbers have built week on week probably for the last two months back to back sort of that december january has um has really um exploded um compared to last year so what's happening out there the people there's definitely a bucket load more people with the ambition of buying obviously like if our open house numbers have gone from five people through to 25 35 people through um i i've i don't like to admit this, but I'm not seeing that transaction side of it come through. Though, um, I'm seeing, I am seeing slightly better prices than November last year. But even though there's five times, six times more people coming through the open house, there's certainly not five to six times more sales happening in the market, or um, that you know it's, it hasn't dramatically improved pricing. So at the moment, they're just shopping. It seems they're not, they're not buying. Which you'd expect. Correct. I would say you've still got your handful of buyers, your serious handful of buyers that you you were dealing with like late last year. Um, now, yep. now you've got maybe an extra, you know, one or two in the mix. Um, you know, when you're comparing to the uh, the whole open home, and then there's a lot of kind of shoppers or, or bystanders. But it doesn't hurt to have them through. It builds the competition, and. Um, you know, at some point they're going to be buying as well. So, you know, trying to help them where possible. It's good. Great solid. Yeah, it's, um, I think, I think, but again, it's coming back to that, um, the, the dollars and cents of things. Billy, when do you reckon the market's going to start going up again? The question on everyone's lips, what are you hearing? Because you're talking a lot of, you're hearing the team talk, you're talking to buyers, you're talking to sellers. When do you reckon the market's coming back? It's so hard to say when it's going to go back up, although I definitely don't feel it's coming back down any further. I think, I think we really have reached level playing field now, and we've actually heard. What's interesting is we've heard less. I've heard less people saying, "I'm waiting." It's more, "I'm still trying to get like my finance together." So it's less conversation of coming through open homes like these these bystanders that or the, or the shoppers that we're talking to. Before, all the shoppers were saying, I'm still waiting for the market to come down. Um, now they're saying, you know, I'm, I'm not quite ready to buy, but I'm, you know, I'm looking seriously in the next few weeks or something like that. So there's more more of that conversation, which is good. Not So not, not about properties, more so more about funding. 
Jeez, it's all come. All roads like all roads are leading to funding by the sounds of it. I think I think it's um, a lot harder than it's ever been in the last couple of years to get to get finance. I wonder if the I wonder if that sort of adversely affects the banks and brokers and stuff when there's uh, when there's lesser transaction, harder transactions out there. It must be hard in that funding world. Yeah, it must be. Well, we were talking to um, a mortgage broker earlier in the week, and he was saying, um, you know, his days um, never been busier with refinancing. So I think there's a lot of movement at the moment. Clean up. Well, buddy, have a great week. You too. What have you got on? This week, list, list, list. That's my mission for this week. So be talking to everyone um, in the in the new year about bringing their property on. Um, so yeah, just getting back to appraisals that I've done over over um, over the last probably quarter. Just having a good old good old chat with everyone. That's in a real estate yep. agent's. There you go. Get their properties on the market. <laughs> See you later. Okay, mate. Take care. See ya. Bye.